I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart and I'll be your host this evening. Um, got a full full squad tonight and uh, plenty to talk about as always. Starting with Andy. How are you, Andy? Yeah, Mason, I'm good. I As good as can be expected after last night. Um, mixture of emotions, not all of them good ones. Um, but I roll in the summer window. 100% mate, agree with that. And next up, we've got Curry. How are you, Curry? I am absolutely fine. It was brown before I came on, and I seen you three handsome sods, and I was like, hmm, I'm the odd one out tonight, I take it. I'm fine. Uh, watched the game last night. I enjoyed the game last night. I know the result wasn't brilliant, but I enjoyed the game. Yeah, well, we've got a lot to, to get through on last night. And, and lastly, we've got Craig. Craig back on. How are you, Craig? I'm not bad, Mason. Long time no see. Um, Thanks for having us on, guys, and it's nice to meet, uh, finally meet Andrew and Curry. Um, I, similar to what Andrew was saying, there, mixed emotions. See, to be honest, I've checked out for the state season, even at the old fun game. Um, it was nice to, to battle them, but um, it's all about next season for me. And, um, there was actually a bit, of, a bit of peace that I got, knowing that these guys are, as much as they've done amazing for us, um, there was a bit of peace that I got last night, seeing them, seeing them say bye. Uh, but... Aye, I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on that tonight. No, I, I definitely did as well. I, I, more McGregor and Arfield for me, I, I did feel it. But the other two, I was like, mm, really glad they're going. But we will come on to that. But but Andy, we'll start with, with last night's game then. Morelos, um, McGregor and Kamara all, all come into the team to start. Was you surprised by that? I, I was. I know, listen, it was always going to be McGregor's and Morelos' last game at Ibrox. So you can understand why Bills put him in. But I thought McCrory was playing playing really well and I'm not sure Morelos deserved the start um, and then you add in Glenn Kamara who we haven't seen for, for months and months and uh, 
he was invisible last night, even playing the game. So, um, would you surprise that they were put in? Obviously, Scott Arthur was one I would have liked to see start, but he, you know, he come on for the bench. So, was there any other surprises in there? Would you, would you pleased to see him, uh, you know, get their final start and, and farewell? I, I kind of thought you might see. I, I was thinking you get Allen in there. I think. I still think we had the best opportunity at the cup final for him. Um, and I'll, I'll stand by that. You subbed him on for the big hurrah and then you brought him back for another year. Um, Morelos, I mean, it's a frustrating story. Um, I could, we've, we've kind of had to deal with Sakala for the last few weeks because he's not been fat or he's been injured. Um, he's kind of checked out, obviously. But now we bring him in tonight, or last night for the, his last hurrah. And it was just as much as we'd seen for the rest of the games he played this season. Kamara, I was hoping it would be a short window performance. If he does well, he's in the short window. But um, again, we've just seen Glenn, the same Glenn that we'd seen. Um, no changes. Um, that was just a bit disappointing. Um, I, can, I can maybe understand it, but the performances were lacklustre for me at best. Yeah, Curry, what would you make of that? Obviously, Glenn Kamara um, took a lot of criticism for his performance last night, and, and listen, rightly so. Uh, Andy said there you thought it might have been a shot window performance, but he hasn't kicked a ball, ball in months. What would you make of his situation? And I know there's a bit of debate. We, we spoke about it um, you know, before we went live there about what kind of money we're getting for Glenn Kamara. For me, mm. we'd be lucky if, you know, if we get in the two million mark, um, and that's a hell of a drop from what we could have got maybe 18 months ago. Yeah, well, if he was putting himself in a short windy, I think he'd be better in pound shop the way he played last night. Uh, he showed a couple of, as I said, showed a couple of flashes and he played the game half arsed, and that's the way he's been playing the whole season. Uh, the rest of the team, I thought would you would see them. Uh, I wouldn't have had the Greekies in yet last night. Uh, Greekies is going to get his stimmy last hurrah uh, for his testimonial. So he shouldn't have, I don't think he should, maybe brought in for 10 minutes and that for the fans that are there for the actual game to see him. Because a lot of people will probably not make the testimonial. But otherwise, uh, it was, what we seen last night was, the, as I said earlier, the epitome of our season. And it was using the players that we've relied on all season that has let us down. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Defence-wise, the two, the two goals we lost was shocking. Absolutely shocking. Uh, my, my main man, that I hate <laughs> to have an ear with. God knows what type of header. Griggs, you know, coming out the bottom, coming off his line. He should have come off his line for that. But it's his last game. I'm, not, I'm, tr I'm trying not to be too negative. As I said, last night's game was just a, a last farewell to some of the players that have, have gave us some good times. I'm not, they gave us 55. Uh, Morelos, for me, is let us down a hell of a lot, especially the last two seasons. I was hoping they would score last night, and I did have a wee bit of a wee tug at the heart thinking about him leaving because it's hard to know see you. We've had him for that long. It's quite hard to see the Rangers side without a Morelos no, or even knowing that he's coming on. But overall, it was the best thing to happen, and we'll talk about the rest of them later on. Craig, let's go with a with a first goal. Then Curry just just mentioned it there. It was it was a, just a, a long throw flicked on. 
uh, Tavernier with a really poor header. But for me, McGregor's got to be, you know, that's got to be the goalkeepers all day long. Obviously, it's a, it's a big, you know, with a lot of talk about Jack Butland coming in, whether that will or won't happen. But, you know, just not even a minute in um, from, from the last game. And I know, as you said there, the season's done, but you still want to, you know, we, we was on a bit of a run just building up. Just want to carry that on. But as I said, 40, 45 seconds in, we're 1-0 down and it's another defensive error. It's just something we've seen all season. So, like, see, see what I, when I said about the um, the performance and the, the result last night wasn't the kind of main thing and it wasn't ever going to be that. Um, we managed to, to get a result against that other mob and, and that was really the thing that I really needed from this team to show us a bit of, kind of light at the end of the tunnel. But um, see when I seen the team sheet, um, I was really, really disappointed that, that McGregor started. Um, I think you can set him up for a fail there because he wasn't, he hasn't been playing well the whole season. Um, he's been culpable many, many times already. Um, then you throw into the bargain that he's he's quite he's, he's reached an age now that um, rust is going to be a massive issue, and he's not played for weeks. Um, so I think that had I and that, listen, I'm nowhere near uh, any kind of level of football, but if I was making a decision last night, I would have I would have said to him, listen, you're getting on, but once we're about two or three and a half, um, not when we're going to be under pressure by a team that's that's challenging for Europe. Um, and we want you to go out in a high. Um, and, and the boys have already said it. Um, see, for me, uh, consistency. These players that played last night, that played for the last game um, at Ibrox, they were all consistent for what we've seen the whole season. Do you know what I mean? Consistent mistakes by McGregor, what you were saying there, Mason. Um, consistency for Morelos, instead of being in the box and being a danger and like being physically capable about like just completely bullying players. Like I, st- I was in Feyenoord and seen them absolutely battered by him. Um, and then you see him last night, he's having to drop deep and the only good thing that he can do is spray a couple of passes. Um, that's really all Morelos has now, and it's sad that he's got to that stage, but consistently bad. Um, then you look at Kamara, and Kamara checked out after Europe last season for me. Um, for me, it's not about form. It's about interest, and the guy is not interested. That's the thing that really, really gets to me about him. Um, you've brought in players like, like Dill. Dill might not be the best player ever, but for what I've seen is he will give dig. You look at Cantwell, dig. You look at Raskin, dig. And then you look at Kamara, and Kamara's like, just, he was actually just walking about. And it was as if like, he was down in the park with his pals and thinking, when are we going to the shop, boys? Like, I can't be annoyed playing now. Um, and see, the only thing that he was doing well was see that one pass, back to goal, pass it back. Back to ball, back to goal, pass it back. It's the only thing he's good at. Um, for a guy that absolutely strolled that game against Leipzig, and he was like a Rolls Royce, strolling about that park, like hitting the ball with the side of the foot and, and curling it in the, the, the back corner. That player's no there. He's gone. Uh, see, the, the, the fastest I've seen him move was New Year's Eve up in Hobongs when he was surrounded by his pals. Uh, that's that guy. Um, see, for me, see if you're not going to play by the heart. And, and you look at, you look at um, right, consistency again, right? Not good enough. Ran the ball out of the park. He was leathering boys at Rangers players for passes, right? But he'll try his hardest. So, like, I can, I can do you know what? He'll go away for Rangers this season and I'll, I'll go, do you know what? 
at least they gave us all. See Kamara, I don't want to see that guy ever again. Do you know what I mean? And, and I found it really hard last night, Clarton for, for Morelos. And I did sing last night about him, but I find it hard because he's no cared. Like see, see when he's been in pre-season and he's been doing what he's doing. And, um, we, we've really only had one good season of him, full season, and that was 55. And by the way, that was only because Sanctuary Nightclub was shut because of lockdown. That was really all. No, I mean, as soon as it was, as soon as sanctuary was open back up, he was there. No, I mean, um, so it just, like Curry says, it summed the whole season up. And and then consistency, Arfield comes on and he just does what Arfield does. And and I'm I'm gutted that he's leaving. And I get, but I do get it. Um, I do think that he's got a lot to offer for for the next club that he goes to. But um, like I says, I do understand it. Um, but I came away last night like quite content that they players Arfield not not included in that but they players that we've just spoke about they're not going to be there next season because um, it's, it's been do you know see that first half by the way and I know you asked about the first goal but see that first half sitting in the main stand it was brutal yeah. really really brutal man it was um, it was, it was yeah it was what you know everything we've seen this season and in, in you know in the bad bad part of the season and, and it, it just was it was shocking Andy the only good thing about that first half was for us was that Todd Cantwell finish for me um the build-up I see someone today saying the build-up was brilliant but it was obviously a slip from from the heart centre half that let Cantwell in he still had a lot to do from the finish but um he probably didn't have his best first half in a, in a Rangers jersey but that's what he's got in his locker that bit of quality uh, when it matters and it was a, an excellent finish and and I'll be very surprised if he stays fit all season next year if he doesn't hit over 10, 10 goals for us, you know, domestically. I think I think Campbell was more, more than capable of that. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I was at the game last night and went, fuck, it's, uh, it's not that long till half-time. I'm going to go up and get a pie. I forgot to get my pie at the start of the game. I missed the goal. That's uh, I said I was I was absolutely fuming. I thought it was quite a, it was a personal attack, to be honest. As soon as I got my seat and went for a pie, we got the park and we score. I caught the replay of it. Um, I it's, it's Todd's just Todd, isn't it? The Todd the prodigy, uh, not the other word. Um, prodigy, that's the one. Uh, uh, real, real, uh, real talent there. I, I, that's Premier League decision making. I, I said every time he picks a ball or he strides, he strides immaculate. I think he's a real, real talent. Um, it's up there one of the best I've seen in my, in my lifetime. I'm hoping that if he continues it, then he will be up there. Um, because we've seen, they'll always say about that, never love a lone player, but because uh, I feel that like we might have him for the length of time, you'll we'll have a lone player because I think he'll get picked up by somebody if he continues his, his, his star uh, the performances he's had. Um, if you look from stats, he's been brilliant. Um, that's four and four, the four in his last four. Um, he's certainly been one of the only bright, uh, bright shining stars since January. Um, him and, and Nico have been. What I'm hoping next season could be, um, in terms of the signings we're bringing in, um, they've not let me down once. Um, so uh, yeah, I, 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 all I'm saying is more of the same, Todd, and keep it up. Uh, he's uh, he's really getting himself engrossed in the kind of Rangers culture. Um, you know, he gets it right up the opposition. He, he's not afraid to give it back to the players he's playing against in the park. You seen it at the old firm. He was constantly in the ear of Callum McGregor and just laughing at him, which I loved. Um, I want that. I want him to be kind of gloating at them because he does have the ability to back it up. 
um, and he does, and that's that's all I can say. I'm happy if you're going to talk the big game as long as you're backing up, and he certainly is. See, see yeah, I just okay. just on that as well. See, when you said about the William with the Rangers culture, he's clearly um, done his research about like see things about Rangers. See the first thing, I know that Morelos went up to Naismith, but see when he went on his way back to the the centre circle, um, he went up to Naismith and started pointing at the badge and nodding. Um, he knows, do you know what I mean? And it's things like that, like people from the outside might not think that's a big deal, but it, he's, people talk about he gets it. And I've never seen a Rangers player get it so quick. Like Lundstrom, it took him a bit of time and then he fell in love with the club. Like Cantwell had, like Andrew was saying there, like he just absolutely gets it. And see, to be honest, I, I think out with probably the top, the top tier of um, the Premiership, he probably wouldn't want to go elsewhere right now. Do you know what I mean? He's he's adored. He's got the potential of winning things. Um, and and you said it there. He's got the potential, and I say the potential to be one of the best um, that we've had. Do you know what I mean? I've never seen like I came on when I came into Rangers support Rangers just at the back of Loudrop and Gascoigne and all that stuff. And I've wished that I could see players like that. I've seen De Boer, but. Cantwell, he, he strides about and all that, and it's like he's like just unbelievable. See if he can keep that up, he will. Do you know what I mean? He, like, honestly, unbelievable. Sorry, I had to jump in. No, no, you, you're spot on, and it is exciting to see you know better players coming into the football club as well that could can help. Imagine a proper number nine and Cantwell playing, and that's like exciting. Hopefully for next season. Um, but Curry, uh, Craig just touched on it there, and I want to come on to it coming back to Morelos because he's the one that. That had a you know handbags with um, Stephen Naismith um, last night. Uh, I've just seen some some comments about it there. Stephen Naismith, for someone that used to play for play for us and apparently grew up a Rangers supporter, I've got no time for him whatsoever. But um, that's probably one thing I am going to miss about Morelos is uh, is the only one prepared to to, to give it back. Um, but but that's that's the only thing I'm going to miss about him. But what what's your thoughts on on you know Craig said that about Morelos and. Uh, you know, happy to to sort of see him go. I am as well. I think that you know for the, for the reasons that Craig said, and obviously even going back to last season, I thought he got away with murder. The fact that he wasn't back for that first Malmo game uh, when we went out there with Cedric Cedric Itten and Scott Wright up front in a big Champions League qualifier because he didn't get back in time. I didn't think I thought the support let that one go a little bit too easy. Um, but what what did what what do you make of his time? You know, at a football club as a whole, obviously only paid a million pound for him, but for me, two years too long. Aye, well, it should have been sold. <laughs> we got offered money, but hindsight's a wonderful thing. Morelis' time over Rangers, did we get our money's worth? Yeah, he's top goal scorer in Europe. You can't say anything more than that. Did the guy give his fantastic nights? Aye. Has he scored wonderful goals? Aye. Have we loved him? Aye. Have we hated him? Aye. Have we detested him? Aye. Have we forgiven him? Aye, but my initial, the first time that but I really was like, I'm, I'm getting a bit sick of this guy, was when he came back and he was unfit for second season in a row, starting off, and as you just mentioned there for Europe, a big European tie and he missed it, and that really pissed me off, but the, the my final straw with Morelos was a Hibs game. Yeah, same and he came on and he got sent off. That was me. I was like, nah, get, just get rid of him. He's not worth it. Don't even offer him a new contract because I think just at the time they said they were talking about a contract with him. And I was like, nah, don't bother. Just just ship him out. 
Uh, I did have a wee tear last night when he came off because think about a Rangers team without him because he's been here for that long. But his performance this season has been absolutely chronic and uh, all but this game, he, he tried a wee bit Obviously, his last game, but the two the two games before that was probably the two. Well, one of them was probably the worst performance I'd ever seen in a Rangers for a Rangers player in a Rangers jersey, and I just went nah, get him to. But I'm glad he got a send off. Will I follow him after his career? No, but that's the same as all the rest of them. There's only only Scotty Arfield's the only one I'm interested in because he was Rangers through and through. He was a hundred percent professional. On the park and after the park for Rangers, and that's why, same as Craig, did I want him to stay? Uh, this said I, this said no. We need to move on. This is a new era. We need to move on. But it's like say the guys, it can't be. I said about five weeks ago when he was just no long in, and I said he gets it. He just there's just something about him that I thought he gets it. He really does. And I was hoping that he is going to be a massive player for us next season. Absolutely massive. But going back to Morelos, because he was a subject. Last night, Morelos had the chance to leave Ibrox as a hero and a legend. If he had scudded at that wee fucking Judas last <laughs> night and got a red card, he would have left Ibrox with the biggest ovation you would have probably ever heard the Ibrox, and I was so hoping that he would. That that I was I didn't want to swear tonight. I was like, right, tonight's the night. I'm not going to swear. And you brought that wee Jesus's name up, and I can't, I can't do that without swearing about that pastor. I hate him, but it's just a pity he never scud at him because that would have been that would have been magnificent, and the red card would have been worth it. And it wouldn't matter the first time he battered this six two. It would have been still been worth it for you see Morelos hit that wee judas. Oh, by the way, I'm not endorsing uh, violence. By the way, people, I'm just saying it would have been nice to. It was just it's a it's hypothetical before uh, somebody clips it and says, "Hey, hey oh, look, they're saying bad words." It uh, is weird. It would have been that, brilliant. That... It would have been brilliant. But you guys would would you have liked to have seen that? Would that have been class? Would that would that have been? The best thing ever they had for Morelos to leave, really honest. I, do you know what it was weird when, when it when when it happened? It kind of sparked us in into life. If you know, once the it, it, we we seemed to come awake after that happened. But Craig, I, I want to come to the to the to the second goal with Sakala again. Another player that uh, gets a get a lot of, gets a lot of stick, and I thought first half last night he was Hearts' best player. I don't think he complete, completed a pass the whole game to be honest with you. But then again, he starts running in behind second half and starts looking dangerous and, um, you know, gets his goal and his numbers, to be fair to him, um, is actually not not that bad. But again, I feel like I've said this a million times on it. He's just not someone we can rely on week in, week out. I've got no problem with him staying because we are going to have to keep some players for next season. We can't completely clear the decks, but he's someone that comes on for 15, 20 minutes when we're winning and, you know, certain cup games, things like that. I think a successful Rangers team, we cannot be relying on on Sakala. You've hit the nail on the head there. Like, see if he was playing in the, if this if this season's performances by Sakala were, were in the 55 season, you're going, what a contribution that boy's had. Um, whereas now, it's like every mistake that he makes, you're like, oh, fucking him again. Um, 
you know what I mean? And it's like everything seems to be magnified, in my opinion, because the season has been so poor. And um, listen, he's no, he's no the greatest player in the world. He's never ever going to be the greatest player in the world. But numbers back up that he is actually really, really effective. Um, what I don't want to be seen is that we think that he's effective as a starting player. Um, and I think that he's the kind of humble type of guy that he's not going to expect to be that. Uh, I think he does know his limitations and he's, he's, you can tell because he's smith. <laughs> Another infuriating thing about him, see when he scalps it into the Copeland or the Brumo and he starts laughing and you're like, ah, what are you laughing at, mate? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, like, you're getting paid 10 grand a week to do that. Um, but, uh, aye, like I've got no issues. Um on the proviso that he's not someone that we're going to be expecting, he's, he's going to be playing like 25 games next season. Uh, I Can really I jump in, Greg? Aye, go for it. Sorry, buddy, for jumping in. Do you uh, think the uh, fashion had a decent uh, number nine in front of him that he would be a mere effective player with speed? I, I think that what Sakala's got um, attributes that, that amount to being a really, really good football player. But what his problem is that he's not got a football brain. Um, so so Sakala really needs the ball in behind. And we've seen it like see when he played against Celtic and they ripped him apart. Um, we were putting the ball behind and, and, it, and it was really effective. Now he'll do that every game in about ten. But then you'll see he'll come to the he'll come to the halfway line, you'll want the ball at his feet and it takes him about six touches to, to actually get it out fair under his feet and then he'll hit it into Rosette as a pass. Um, so, I, listen, it can only help, but I don't think the guy's got the brains to, to, to actually put the attributes into actual action 100% of the time. Um, he's got ability 100%, like Ted McMinn type stuff. Um, like, he can he can play football and he's, he's really effective, but again, he'll, he'll run it into and he rose head, do you know what I mean? He's like a Forrest Gump type, do you know what I mean? He would just keep running, 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 running uh, with the ball and smiling at the same time, like, I just keep running. Uh, but, uh, Stop! Stop! And, and, and I, th- I think as well, he relies heavily on players telling him exactly where to be and when to be. Um, you, you see it all the time in the big games, like Lundstrom and all that stuff. Like, And it's... it's it's not to actually berate the guy, it's because they obviously know that he really doesn't know how to how to play a proper tactical game. No, you're, you're spot on. And that'll be the interesting one because I think if Bill does get the players he wants in them forward areas and, and they start playing a certain way, you just kind of think, how does Sakala ever fit into that? Because you're, you're absolutely spot on, Craig. He doesn't have a football brain. Um, and I've, I've read a few comments and people saying, oh, you know, you need to teach him how to finish and teach him the offside rule. You can't at 26, 27. If you've not learned it by then, you never will. But, but Andy, you know, on, 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 on. also, sorry, see last night, there was a few times, right, see with his pace, he was close enough that he would have caught players if he tracked back as well. And and he constantly needs to be, like, goaded. And, he, like, like, players will scream at him. You see it week in, week out, shouting, like, get back. Um, he done it against Celtic where he would turn his back on play if something didn't go well. Um, and it's a kind of lackadaisical, just like, doesn't he really get what his role is? Um, and I think he's been told numerous times, it's just that he just doesn't know what his role is. Um, but sorry, I, I, that was another thing that I've noticed as well. No, 
no, absolutely, absolutely spot on. But Andy, I want to want to come to you because like, seeing it last night, obviously the two goals we conceded. We'll come into the second goal uh, we conceded in a minute, but it's just when we went two one up, the game was there for me to for us to go and hit three, four, five. Um, we, we were playing, we were playing some actually not bad stuff, but the problem is we get in certain positions and we're just not clinical. And it's just not, you know, last night. This is something that's happened all year. You know, we we take too many touches. Our finishing's poor. You know, talking to Sakala, we're, 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 you know, getting positions and we're putting it in, you know, in the stand. You see Scott Wright come on and him give the ball away in good positions. Matondo, the same, you know, the final delivery. Morelos was still on and we're putting balls in the box and he's miles away. So it's just not really about the goals we conceded. It's it's once we get in these areas, I've never seen a team be, be so wasteful. Aye, it's, uh, as you said, that's just the season that's summed up. Um it feels like we're good at getting the ball into good areas, but that, that final touch has just been lacking. Um, I was thinking of a better word there, apart from lacking, but I just thought if the Rangers are not going to try, I'm not going to try and find one either. Um, so lack is the one I'm going with. I, it's, it's a question that we've asked from the start of the season. Um, I hope that Michael, over the pre-season and going into next season, will have the answer. Um, I do think with some new personnel, I think that will certainly help. Um find that put it together and find the answer um it's difficult i i was i'm seeing that i do it pulling off the same moves and seeing the balls hitting the same parts of the stands and and i swear i was watching repeats of games earlier in the season um it just felt like one it felt like the classic rangers game this season it kind of we did well we had the lead could have put it to bed but we didn't Roll in 80, 85 minutes, and you're starting to go, Hearts uh, could be coming back into this one. And then there you go. Last night, all the way to the last kick of the ball, and they, they go and get the equaliser. Um, I do think there's a mixture of that because of the fact that we were, for the first time, it feels like we really had nothing to play for. At least the last few games, we've been playing to see something new, something fresh, given that, given that they can't well and asking free reign and, and looking at something that for next season probably, but last night felt like if there was a bounce game, so to speak, that felt like a bounce game from the Rangers' perspective, whereas Hearts were the complete opposite. And too right, they had they still got a lot to play for. And uh, you know, from the first verse to the last whistle, I thought they they really showed us that we were in a game and we we took the foot off the gas and they they stole the point in the last kick of the game. Um, I found it hard not to just watch. Shanklin for half the game. I thought he was really, really solid for them. Um, he seemed to be everywhere, winning fouls at the edge of his own box, winning the ball in the centre of the park, getting forward, strikers finish. You know, I, I wasn't surprised when the first goal was was there from when he said it was Shanklin. I went, oh, there you go, because I, I we we were talking about that me and my dad before the game, doing the old Nesbit or Shanklin. Uh, question um, and then you go within about 25 minutes Shankland opens the scoring so it just felt like a really really slow night I, I looked at the clock and seen it's oh it's only half an hour played <laughs> this is dragging in which isn't good as, as a Rangers fan you want to be you want to be that you want to be slowing down and you're seeing lots of football and enjoying every minute of it but it felt the complete opposite where you're going sure. how is it no 45 mate <laughs> It was a chore, wasn't it? It was a chore watching that first half last night. But but Curry, last bit on the on the game last night was the equalising goal, and I, I knew Davy T would be in the comments tonight. Um, 
uh, blaming John Lundstrom here for it, um, which he did have a part to play. Um, but for me, it was Ryan Jack who, who's got to, got to take, you know, the, the big blame for, for the goal last night. We're in comfortable possession. It's the 92nd minute and 30 seconds left of the game. And he's got the ball. He's got loads of time and he plays a real loose pass and gives the ball away. The ball goes forward and then that's where David T is talking about Lundstrom's the wrong side. But Ryan Jack, he, he assists it as well. He tracks back and he ends, ends up assisting it. But it's just not that. It was it was just such a sloppy goal. The last kick of the game and just, again, you know, we've all said it, but it just sort of sums us up. Well, first half, can I disagree with anybody? It was absolutely chronic. Our passing was shocking. Uh, we couldn't, couldn't keep a hold of the ball. Couldn't put, put a pass in. There was nothing happening. Uh, Todd got the goal. Uh, second half, a lot better. I thought we, I thought there was some nice football in there in the second half. Uh, but the last ten minutes, because I, I'm like, they're, they're going to score, they're going to equalise. Because the last ten minutes, we were farting about at the back, and it was only a matter of time. And sure enough, boss right across the middle. There's no need for it. Uh, final whistle was just about to. Get but get played, and but this is not the first time this has happened this season. How many times has it happened? I can think of about four offhand. Have we been in the lead in a game, and we've been farting about at the back, and a slack ball has been played that's cost us a goal, and cost us the game either through a draw or actually losing a game. So it's not the first time. I'm not that bothered about the result. It was two each, so what? Uh, I, keep, I keep on bringing this and repeating myself. It's still like a broken record. It was a, a, a game that meant nothing, really. It was just a chance to say goodbye to some players. And that was all last night was about. So, yeah. I've seen some good things. I've seen the usual bad things for the usual players. So, hopefully, that'll be them. They're, they're out, out now. They, they'll, they'll not be back. And hopefully, the players that did get put on and yet again, never showed enough that they're not trying. And they, but Craig said, they don't want to be here. It's pretty bloody obvious they don't want to be here. Get them in the shop one day. And it doesn't matter if you're getting buttons for them. We were talking about Kamara. You said that there was somebody was saying they'd get five million for him. No chance. You said maybe get two million. If we get one and a half for him, I'll be ecstatic. If we get a million and a half for Kamara right now. Because that, 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 that may be robbing somebody. For that money, and for a guy that was probably worth between six and ten million in this fifty-five season, it just shows you. Uh, I think was it Craig that said it was as soon as Europe was their way. He signed up. He didn't want to be here. And it was plenty everybody. So the, the the thing that upset me is it kept on getting played, and it wasn't just Bill that done it. GVB did it. I know he was playing him. I know. Yeah. There was no, there's no point having a player that's no interest. That I would rather, I'm trying to say, I'd rather have Jordan Jones playing than tap than Kamara. The way he's done his attitude, because at least Jordan Jones wanted to be here. So and that that, that and that that's a big big. I mean, oh my god. So ah well, I'm, I'm glad he's it's about my ball says he's after baseball. Get him after baseball as soon as possible. That's yeah. the best thing we can do. The same with the likes say, Wright's a brilliant player, but he's he's another Sakali. He's going to fit by brain. As soon as he gets up up front, he just he does. He's just like a fart in a trance. He doesn't know what to do with the ball. 
and they always seems to make the wrong decisions. Uh, it's guys like that uh, that are on the fringes that aren't just, I'm sorry, they're no good enough and they need to be moved on to free up wages and to get better quality players in. And I'm hoping by the two players that we have got, we can't mill and Raskin, the Bill's got to bring more guys in like that. Dow, I don't know how he's going to be. I've heard there's a wee lassie I speak to uh, Shona. She's well clued up in her football, well clued up. And she was telling me that Dow is a, a better player than Cantmel. He's technically better. And she thinks he will score more goals than Cantmel. If that's right, I'll be well over the bin. Oh, yeah, no, it'll be. I'm going to touch on Kieran Dower in a minute, but but yeah, if we, listen, if we get someone that, that looks better than Campbell in a minute, then bring it on. But but just uh, just on Scott right there, it looks like he's going to be joining Preston. So, um, and they're, I don't know how true it is, but it looks like we will be getting near one million for him. And if we have, then uh, Bisgrove, what start he's made to, to his Rangers, uh, his directorship with, by, by getting a, that, that kind of money. But Craig, Someone we've not really spoke about, obviously, um, another one that's leaving is Ryan Kent. Um, I'll hold my hands up. I was sat on here in, after the old firm game in January and said, we have to keep Ryan Kent. Um, but don't worry, very quickly changed my mind over the next couple of old firm games and, and his performances. Um, I can't wait to see, and I don't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I can't wait to see, to see the back of him as well, to be honest. I think he's another one where something... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I could never really um, question Ryan, Ryan Kemp with his attitude. Uh, it's always been, you know, defensively, you know, you look at the games in Europe last season and years before that, he, he, he always gives you 100%, but I've just not seen it. I've just not seen it. And, and I think he won't play for a, a bigger club for us then that's for sure and we need better numbers what's your thoughts on on Ryan Kent obviously he's had a lot of stick as well for for the way he was dressed at Ibrox last night I thought that was pretty pretty poor as well but um look he's another one he's going to be going it it doesn't it doesn't really matter um yeah see see what you what you come on with uh it just epitomized uh Ryan Kent and where he's went in his Rangers career um Surely, surely, um, when he walked in the door, there was a few eyebrows raised with what he was wearing. Um, you would like to think there was more than a few eyebrows raised, um, kicking about with a skip hat on and stuff like that. And, um, 
again, to outsiders with out with Rangers, uh, you might go, oh, so what? Um, but I think you look at Hollander, full rig Um The guy has not been fit for about a year and a half, still there in the Rangers rig Um and, and do you know, see as the seasons went on, I've kind of my eyes have been opened a wee bit more to to the loving, and I, I like I'm wearing my wee boys Rangers top right, and it's got Kent on the back, and uh, and it, like see when I see when I, I looked at it, put on, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, because uh, literally I can't wait to see the back. Um, I was going to say about the loving, right? Um, have you ever heard Ryan Kent in an interview talk about how much he loves? Playing for Rangers Football Club. I've never, uh, never heard them do it. Um, when Not much, when... Greg. Nah. And, and do you know what? See, when he was doing well, it wasn't an issue. And and it was the Kent will tear you apart again. And um, Celtic are running scared of him. Lustig was running scared of him. Lustig would have been running scared of me. Uh, and I play seven and a half for an amateur football team. Right? And the guy was an absolute fucking bomb scare. Um, so see if he wasn't running scared, you, you shouldn't have been anywhere near the top six in in Scottish Premier League. Um, he's played well and he's done things, but nowhere near consistent as what he should have. Last season he was a man down domestically. Um, had it not been for the Europa League run, um, he'd have probably been getting chased a wee bit quicker than what he has this season. Um, but again, it's like. See for me, see that likes are Kamara, Morelos, and Kent. They're all self-serving. They, they don't. They're not there to serve the club. Um, and when it was going well for us, and it was fifty-five, and we're seeing them all celebrating. They guys are celebrating their own achievement, not the achievement of what we're celebrating. Do you know what I mean? They're like, I've, I've fucking done it. I've done it. Morelos is out with the Colombian flag. You're like, I, uh, I'm like, where's the? I was going to say a different flag there, but I won't. Um, the union flag. Um, not the one with a hand, uh, a handprint on it, but um, see, because um, I wouldn't do that. Uh, but self servants, and see, oh, when, the chips are down, uh, when the chips are down, that's when you see what the character of these players are. Uh, and you said it like, see, when Kent's get stuff to, to chase uh, in terms of silverware, credit, um, playing on a big stage, and putting himself out there and proving. The doubters wrong that the down in Liverpool and all that stuff. That's when he done well. Morelos, when whenever Morelos got to speak or his agent got to speak, it was all oh he wants to play in a bigger league. That he wants to play in a bigger league. And you're like, you fucking played in Finland two seasons ago, mate. You're now playing for one of the most successful football clubs in the world. Fucking settled in. Um, that guy will be lucky to get Accrington Stanley the way he's playing, playing mate. Um, no, I mean, Curry spoke about it as well, like, following the careers. I think you'll find it very hard to follow Morelos' career. Do you know what I mean? It's like, um, you look at Peña, you look at uh, Big Eduardo, whatever his name was. Like, I've got a kind of mind blank when it comes to that year. <laughs> so <I'm> Eduardo <laughs> Herrera. Up, <laughs> Herrera. Uh, he's going to end up... By the way, his attitude was good. He was just shit. He was all right. He's mental. <laughs> I <laughs> just couldn't run, uh, but he, they are go- He's going to end up at a club like that. Do you know what I mean? Like um, middle of the road, Argentinian or South American league, uh, and he's. 
I think that I think Morelos has got issues. Do you know what I mean? I think um, some people have kind of pointed to it within Rangers at times, and um, maybe not kind of made it public. But I think it's been pretty obvious that there's been issues there. Um, whatever it is, I don't know why I kind of think of it. Um, we can Kent's the type of player as well that I think. See if he could have earned money being a barber, like earning the same kind of money, he would have, he would have done that. Or doing something else, he, he's not a guy that loves playing football. Um, I think it's just a job to him that earns him loads of money. And um, Even when he would score, you wouldn't see him really smiling. He didn't look as if he was like really enjoying it. Um, but I, uh, I left just before the goal last night. And my wee boy wasn't happy, but I said to him, I, I don't, I'd rather not applaud players that have caused me quite a lot of pain this season. Um, do you know what I mean? I, I've financially put out quite a lot of money to follow my club, and these guys have financially massively gained out of it um, and give me, given me very, very little back. Do you know what I mean? And, um, and it, at times, like, like, like last night when Kent came out, Kent could have come out with something like, we had Rangers top on a, a, or a suit or something, but it's like, nah, I'm just going to wear a fucking hoodie and a, and a cap, a skip hat, because why do I need to? Like, why do I need to? It's like, that just, and see the thing is, it doesn't bother me, I'm like, ah, nah, you don't need me, get the fuck, just go. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It doesn't bother me anywhere, because again, you're going to end up in some nomad club. Um, but I, eh, uh, Good to run. <laughs> no, you're getting a lot of a lot of love in the comments, and you're absolutely spot on, mate. I, I think exactly the same. Um, Andy, I've, I've just seen a comment there saying, "Let's look to the future." Then, um, and, and from from Jim Sloan, and he, he's spot on. I, I want to ask you about Kieran Dow, but just quickly, I want to say, Scott Arfield, you know, Alan McGregor. We've we've all spoke about Alan McGregor. I think we we will with his testimonial, so we'll, we'll say that for them. But Scott Arfield. What a servant we've, for, for the last five years he's been. I just wish he was five years younger because his attitude, as Craig just said about Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos, Scott Arfield's the opposite. And he, he on the pitch, I think Curry said earlier as well, in your head and heart are saying two different things. On uh, Off the pitch, he'll be really missed at, at, you know, at the training centre at Ibrox. But, um, but you know, we, we need to be, be getting younger players in to, to play his position. But, yeah, so just big thanks to, to Scotty Arfield. But, but Andy on, on Kieran Dow that he signed yesterday officially uh, three year deal. Um, mixed reports we're getting sort of from from Norwich fans, obviously Sheffield United fans, where he was on loan at as well um, from from Everton. Um, clearly got a lot of talent, um, but then that injury, you, you just keep hearing that about him. He's had a lot of niggling injuries. I think he's only played twenty odd games this season. Um, which is a little bit of a worry, but but as Curry said earlier as well, Norwich fans seem to think technically, um, I wouldn't say better than Todd Cantwell, but he's 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 one that that was getting ahead of Tom, Todd Cantwell. I think that's for different reasons, but certainly if Bill can get him fit, and I feel like we've said this with a lot of our signings, um, you know, left-footed, something we, we haven't got in that midfield, but someone that can score goals from outside the box and maybe give us something that we've been seriously missing this season. Yeah, I've seen a, a bit of Kieran Dill in terms of the good old YouTube scouting. Um, he's a name I remember always catching. I don't know where I remember hearing it. But it was it was weird. I don't know if... I have to say, right, I know we don't like Stephen Naismith, right? As I said, I'm the youngest of 
that they're in the youngest generation. Stephen Naismith was fucking unbelievable as a player, in my opinion, until he did what he did. But as a young kid, I don't I don't remember that as much because I was still a really kind of young lad. And I, I paid attention to him every now and again down south. He was Everton, obviously. And then he went to Norwich. So I don't know if it's a kind of a, a kind of somewhere in the back of mind seeing Norwich and then hearing they being at Norwich and such and such. But I don't know. I, I something I, I remember the name. Sometimes sometimes you remember a name from seeing it somewhere. Um and then I did a wee bit of looking into it, more we were linked with him. And then Bill today um kind of confirming some of the things I was thinking of the He's played with a couple of the guys. I mean, I thought he was loony. Maybe I know it's through the Everton Academy and then Sheffield United, obviously Todd at Norwich. Um, any clips I was seeing him at Norwich, it seemed like he, him and Cantwell were quite good at popping the ball together, popping it back and forth, and then playing Pookie in up front. Um, which, if, that's, if, if they've got that kind of chemistry at Rangers, I, I'd be happy with. Um, Bill's, Bill, everything Bill said today filled me with a lot of confidence in him. Um, it seems like he's really looking forward to working with him um, on the on the training pitch. Um, I know that people have concerns. My one concern, which I, I don't know, and I kind of like the answer to, to be honest, is how do you pass a medical if you've been out injured for the last month or two? How does that work? Have you supposedly signed a contract and passed a medical? He's been injured, does he not? That was the, we were linked with an injured player, but oh, he's passed a medical and he signed the club. So I, I'm slightly concerned about that. But I mean, he's not going to be the only one that has injury concerns at this club. He's certainly got a lot of uh, people to share the injury department with. Uh, so we'll just wait, wait and see. I mean, see, as long as he doesn't end up with like, a fucking life threatening heart scare, like, nam the offer boy. I was no, I was, I was going to say we would not pass medicals for that, but would they? Yeah, we do. Aye. Heart scales, <laughs> broken legs, it doesn't matter. I'll just sign them. Fuck it. Get a chance. Aye. Yeah, that's, that's, Mason, that's, that's, yeah. Go on, can I just, can I just jump in? Can I say a, a big thank you to Cami, uh, yet again, given his five uh, memberships to everybody. Thank you so much, mate. And Jim Sloan, you're, a, a, you're another legend, mate. Thank you so much. Uh, it really is appreciated when, when you pick pay your hard-earned money to watch guys like me. Not so much the other three. The other three are probably worth it. They're only fans alone. That's they, they make a fortune off that. But you've got me a naughty deal with. So I'm like the I'm like the comden for everybody else. <laughs> but thanks very much, guys. It's so appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, no, you know, appreciate that, Cammy, again, coming in and giving away the memberships. And big thanks to Jim Sloan. Um, I think you're doing yourself a little bit of an injustice there, there Curry. But... Um, but just coming up, coming up, you know, onto Kieran Dow, you, you touched on it there that you, you knew someone that, that spoke about him there. Um, quite good that we've done it early. Um, obviously, there is injury issues there, but, you know, we, in all seriousness, I feel like we, we're due a bit of luck with, with some injuries. But, um, you know, how many do you think we can we can get in? Because um, there's all different numbers. Curry, how many, tell me, how many players do you think we should we should realistically be looking at from now to the end of um, start of September. Well, I said uh, before all this, the names were dished about and before they always mentioned and can't we all know that, we'd need the minimum, minimum of eight first-team players in. That's minimum. We need two, we need two goalies because uh, I don't know what will happen with McLaughlin. Hopefully, they'll, they'll get money for him somewhere because uh, I think he's got another I think he's got two years at least a contract. Uh, 
obviously keep but I mean Robbie and Robbie's proved that he's good enough to know. Is he good enough to stay as a number one? Debatable, but we need a, another goalie who's going to be a number one beside him. I think we need two number ones. It's not a number one, a number two. We need a number one and another number one. Uh, so it doesn't matter if it's a big name. It just means means that somebody we can we can rely on that's going to play for maybe cup games or anything like that, and, and give whoever's been their number one the arrest. Uh, defensively, we're not too bad. For for me, you know me, I, 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 I'd rather get ready Tav sooner rather than later. Borna Barisic, I want ready him. Uh, I think we've got a player in Yilmaz. Uh, I think he offers so much more. Uh, midfield, I think we're doing no too bad. One, he's coming back into a game. It's brilliant, you see. Uh, I would, everybody was de- debating, should we keep him or should we leave him? Uh, if he can keep this form, you need to keep him. Because he, 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 he has been playing well. Uh, obviously... Raza and Todd, the prod, have been their, their search. Uh, we, we gave, uh, oh my, I've just had a brain fart. I got Ryan Jack, gave him a, a year. I think that's worth it because he, he, he is, a good, he can be when he's fat and if he stays fat. But the only worry for me is, is international. I want to give that up. And although a lot of people are, oh, they won't give up with international football. It's my club. It's all us, it's paying for his wages. No, no Scotland, the ones that boo him when he comes from the park. So I don't want him doing that. And obviously we need a right winger because we've not had anybody for the, there for Condéas. I think that's maybe where that Dow maybe play because I think he's, I think he's a, a, a ask Shona, he makes sure he plays like a number eight, number 10 role. So maybe he'll do that. Uh, but up front, we need the minimum of two strikers. Uh, before I go on, we're talking about the future. Can I just say, I've already been through uh, with Morelos. I've got through with Arfield, professional one and off the park. Thoroughly deserved a send away. The guy was amazing. Hollander was their best defender at one time until he got injured. Thoroughly deserved. I think a, a good applause. It was just that it was his fault he got injured and how long he was out. Griggsy, he'll get his send off when the he gets his testimonial. As for that fucking Kent, I, I'll get everybody in the chat to confirm this because a lot of users uh, for the Rangers rabble. Do you remember my phone-ins? Who was one of the guys that I used to slag off probably over a year, year and a half ago? It was Ryan Kent. I said then, get him out. He's a waste of space. He's garbage. Step over, step over, step over. Lose the ball. Step over, step over, step over, lose the ball. That's all I ever done. And every now and again, he'd actually show a bit of brownies. And what Craig said earlier on, he turned lustig. I would turn lustig. But nah, it was just, I'm, I'm glad he's away. And that, see when he, he, he couldn't even put on a, a, a ranger scarf or anything coming out. Hey, as he said, all Timmy Kent is for himself. You're an absolute scumbag, yeah, boy. And I'm glad he's gone. And see all these guys that gave him the plaudits? He's one of the most overrated players that we've ever had. And I'm glad he's gone. And we've got players now in, like Todd Cantwell, that gets it and wants to play for the team and wants to make us happy. You could tell the way when he scored, the way he ran up to the fans. He loved it. And Craig said it as well, because that used to drive me nuts when Kent used to score. And it was just, he just turned away. And they celebrated or not. And you're like, Really? Nah, that guy's a, 
Absolute waste. Absolute waste to a player. And I'm glad he's gone. But the future is looking bright. The future is looking orange. <laughs> Craig, just, just seen there, David T said Tillman signing tomorrow. There's, there's been a lot of rumours that Tillman uh, over, could be signing over the weekend. This is a nut, You've obviously not been on for a while, but it's been one that's splits the support, um, you know, that five million fee. What's your thoughts on, on Malik Tillman, Craig? Would you, you know, would you like to see us go and go and pay that for, for him? I mean, I agree with Curry there. Minimum two strikers. A lot of people have put, you know, there's been no links of strikers whatsoever, um, which might be a good or bad thing. Bill did say a little while ago that there was one he wanted to get in January, but we couldn't do it. So we'd wait to the summer. Um, but the only the only thing with me is if we're going to go and pay five million for Tillman, personally, I would rather that money go towards a striker. But listen, we might be able to do both. Uh, you know, we, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I think um, with Tillman, um, Tillman's went through periods of um, wowiness, and then he's went through periods of like probably being one of, if not the most frustrating out of them all. Um, Particularly, like, see after the old fun game at Parkhead at the start of the season, where he was like, to say he was non-existent would be an overstatement, do you know what I mean? Um, and then you're like, right, the next old fun game, he's going to actually show what he's all about, and then he failed to do it. And then it's like, right, the next old fun game, he's going to really come out the traps, and then and then that game leading up to, uh, the, 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 the games leading up to Hamden, where he started really building a bit of momentum, and you're like, He's going to do it. And then the first five minutes, he looked as if he was like going to harass and fight for it and like do what he's been doing against other teams. And then he gets injured. Um, so I find it hard to make a judgment call on him because I know that he's got the ability. Um, my concern is that he turns into another Ken. Um, I think that um, he has the potential. See, see the likes of Kamara, right? Kamara, um, the likes of Aribo, they all had very similar. To me, characteristics where it was like um, when the going was good, they were fucking amazing, really, really good. Um, when we really, when we really needed them to get the, the, the sleeves rolled up and, and fight the way that Rain, the way that I've been brought up, the Rangers are a hard team. We, we hard but fair, but we fucking get stuck in. Um, they kind of players have taken us away from that. And then when you look at the likes of what we've brought in, like Kat, Raskin and Canto and and Dill, who I've heard is, is not afraid to, to get battered in as well. Lundstrom, Jack, Goldson, all players that have got a bit of dig. So that then leads me to maybe think, maybe with these players round about him, he doesn't need to be doing that. He can be just let go to do what he needs to do. But um, it's also hard to judge really what he is like around a team that we've been playing this season. To see the full team, the full team's been shit. Yeah. Um, so, like, relying on a, what is he, 20-year-old? Um, yeah, just turned 20, I think. I think we get yeah. Coming away from his, his from his country and all that stuff and expecting him just to hit the ground running. And I think probably the, the worst thing that could have happened for Tillman this season was was the beginning of the season when he scored the headers. Um, and and he, he was... He was getting a bit of space in the European games at the in the qualifiers, and you were like, "Wow, this guy's got something, man! Wow, he's got the potential." Um, and then you then see him against Aberdeen stuff, and, and it's like the, the, he's like not really wanting to get involved in stuff. And as soon as somebody hits him, he's out the game. 
Um, do I think that £5 million could be spent better? Yeah. Um, listen, I would like to think as well that if we are doing that, that there's a lot more money in the bank to, to buy other players. Um, so that gives me a bit of reassurance because I would like to think that we're not going Bosman mad. This this window, I think the Bosmans will happen over the next few weeks, maybe the next month or two. And then once June, July, it should be like the money signings. But yeah, uh, on the fence, mate. Yeah, no, do you know what? I've changed it again, changed my mind so many times. You know, you look at the good and the bad, but I think you've made a really good point there that how difficult it is to come into this Rangers team this season um, and everything that's happened and as a young boy. And just been the old firm games for me with Tillman. I just think he's been non existent for, for all of them. And paying, if we're going to pay five, six million pounds on a player, we're expecting them to be our main man in, in them games, being a difference maker. Listen, he might not do that, but. Remember, yeah. remember what um, remember what Gio done at the beginning of the season, European game away, and brought on Yilmaz at the end, and you're like, ah, what are you doing? Like, yeah. could have absolutely ruined that boy's yeah. career with Rangers. Um, and and that's what I like about Beal as well is that um, he could have put a lot. There was a lot of pressure on him to get Borna Barisic out of the team, and and I I didn't want him in the team for the old fun games, but you put him into the old fun games like Yilmaz, for example. He's, he's then on the back foot going into next season, whereas he let a bit of momentum happen. Yilmaz came in for a couple of the lesser games, built himself up, and then he came into Ibrox, and he, he looked he looked absolutely brilliant. Do you know what I mean? And, and now there's something to build on, where if he makes a few mistakes at the beginning of next season, like you're not going, nah, this boy's not got it. Um, I think we probably were relying on Tillman too much, and it's like the Bayern Munich, well, he plays for Bayern Munich. Um, he can't be, he can't not be a good player. Um, aye, that that's fine, but you can't expect. Look at look at uh, Loudrop, Loudrop's first game. Uh, I remember the, the famous interview with Chick Chick Young and Walter Smith, where Chick Young's basically saying, "Ah, you've brought this player in, he's probably not going to be uh, the standard of European football." And Walter Smith's like, ah, "What?" Uh, and I think we've probably been guilty of that as a support where we're, we're expecting too much from a player like that. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I was going to use examples of that mob over there, but I'm not going to do it. Um, I'd rather not speak of them. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, having a, I'm having a good night. I don't, I don't want to swear. It do it. I work, work well enough with them. Andy, just just on the staying on the subject of signings, Michael Bill last night said in his his, his uh, post match press conference that he said that we'd be signing not just young players. There will be a few players with grey hair. So he's obviously talking about experienced players. Um, and obviously we we had a little you know joke in the group chat uh, with a couple. There's been names today, bit you know thrown in the the chat with John Fleck, uh, Johnny Evans. Um, what, what should, is there anyone that there sort of you, you'd like to see us maybe that little bit older? Because obviously we are losing a lot of experienced players. Steve Davis, um, someone asked in the comments earlier, what you know, what's what's happening with him? Um, but it, it, I, I just think the club's helping him through a horrific injury. Really, I don't see him. He won't get. Uh, I don't think he'll play for us again. To be honest, but he, he will deserve a, a send off eventually. I think that was quite classy from the club to. To help him with his rehab and would expect that to be honest but yeah is there anyone else that you you know names that you, you'd like to see us go and get obviously a lot of the players we've been linked with are 
you know, young young players, which is you know, which is what we're going to see as well. I mean, first of all, I think that's great. First, that we're we're going to take care of Stephen Davis for the rest of his kind of contract. I think that's it's class, but expected. I think we'd 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 chop that up as um, Stephen Davis is one of my favourite players in my lifetime. He was somebody I'd regularly get in back of football tops as a boy. Um, a real a, a captain of the club, you know, but all time most capped Brit. Um, a real gentleman. Um, I'm, 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 I'd like him to take a coaching role or take an advisory role in some way, whether he decides he wants that or not. It's up to him. I think we're doing, I think the club are doing all they can, and it's up to Stephen. Um, as far as um, signings go, um, a few weeks back, the only one I can think of a few weeks back, I said before the kind of deal thing took, um, caught full stride was if you're going to get rid of Arfield, I'd consider Kenny McLean. Um, but not now. I think I think if we are gonna if we're getting rid of Arfield, then I think that was probably the better option of the two. Um, we spoke about Fleck or Johnny Evans. I mean, I don't think I know. I don't we know we Fleck is a Rangers man, but he's he's going back to the Prem. I think he's uh, I think for his career, I think he'd do himself a favour and just stay in the Prem. Uh, uh, Johnny Evans, I think he's he's, he's all right. I, I've not seen much of him to be honest. I know he was good in his younger career at Man United. I know he's he's kind of moved about since then. Um, no, he's a Rangers man. Um, uh, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see who these uh these these grey haired players are. Um, could it be Clint Hill for another year? Who knows? <laughs> I'm half expecting to see David Weir rock out the tunnel at some point. Um, but um. Who knows? Uh, I, I'm I'm happy with it because it, it, it does make sense. Anything that Michael said for me is so far has been fine. I'm not I'm not had many red flags in terms of next season. I know we've had things about him for this season in terms of. Uh, I'm not going to pick such and such, and then you'll pick such and such the next week. He sometimes has a kind of a showed himself up in a couple of uh, press conferences, but in terms of next season, and I'm I'm not too. Not too scared or worried of anything he said so far. Um, as I said, anything he said today about Kieran, I'm happy with. Um, and it makes sense. We got rid of some real experienced characters in the room. Um, I think I said at the time last. I think we seen it at the time last season when we get rid of Balogun and Aribo and Bassi, you lost a lot of strength. Whereas this season, you're losing a lot of experience. Um, so I think you need to recoup some. Some some guys have been there and done it. Um, we spoke when when. Me and my friends, when when Gerard came in and we signed McGregor, you go, wow, it's a guy that knows what job he's coming in to do, what the task is for the club. And I think you need to find that the next group of that um, for the upcoming season. And whoever that is, I'll, as I said, if Michael thinks they're the right fit, then I'm going to back the manager. Because so far, he's not been wrong for me. Is just just makes you think we've got so much to do with our recruitment. Um, it's it's going to be an exciting summer, that's for sure. But that's coming us to to over a uh, over an hour, gents. So I'm gonna gonna wrap it up there. Um, Curry, uh, come to you first. Thanks for coming on tonight, mate. We've got one game left. What's your score prediction for St Mirren um, on the weekend? Ah, oh, thanks for having me, mate. It was a good laugh. Uh, thank you to everybody in chat as always. Uh, I love reading all the, the comments and all that. And thank you to the young team for making me look like an old fud. Cheers, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, great to meet Craig for the first time and actually talk to him face to face. Yeah. 
good looking guy, arsehole. Uh, Andy there, as always, coming in with his lovely blue room and young looks, arsehole. <laughs> and, the, and then we've got our Mason, absolutely, Timmy, model material. Let me see, you, you know he's got, a, you know he's got an OnlyFans, arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> so, cheers, guys. It's been a great night. Thank you, for everybody, for coming and watching. I uh, hope you enjoyed yourself. Hope you had a good laugh. And I hope we can get a, a win. And I want to see all the players that are on the fringes come out for the next game against St Marin, who are thinking about or potentially going to be used next season. And this is our final chance to find out whether they are good enough to stay at this club. Because if they can't show, in the last game of the season, they can't show Michael Beale that they're worth keeping, they need to be shown the door. And I hope that the signing and what he's been saying is going to be the, the, the title of the pod. It's an end of, end of an era, and it's a start of a new one. And go out there and show the rest of the country what this team is all about. And just keep it going. Because we need, we can't afford another season like this. We just can't. Absolutely. So, so uh, just uh, before they go, I've shown this still in the chat. Anybody put a, a bet on to the, the, the GGs? There's a wee horse that was called, what was that? Uh, no Surrender, it was called today. It was 40 to 1. Just wonder if it won, actually. So if Shona could let us know. Hopefully No Surrender won. No, no puns intended at all, I'm just saying. So <laughs> right, good night, everyone. Take care. <laughs> Craig, you've stole the stole the show tonight, mate. Um, that was good to have you back. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get get you on again a lot throughout throughout the summer with these exciting transfers start breaking. But um, what's your prediction for the the weekend? Hi, and thanks for having me back. Uh, see, 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 for the last six months, if I was to come on the pod, I'd probably go to shut down. Uh, I was that fucking demented uh, with the club. Um, and there's, there's now, I say it in the chat, right? Um, see, before 55, I wouldn't be confident in the season coming up to the, the, the summer of 55. I was actually really, really confident. Um, after 55, wasn't so confident. Um, and, you know, I've got a bit of confidence in me again about where the club's going. And, um, I'm a bit of a glory hunter. I came on the pod when we were going to Seville. Uh, <laughs> and then I kind of disappeared. Well, <laughs> so, uh, what I'm saying is, guys, book your flights for the cup final next season because we're there. Um, but I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very optimistic about where this club is going next season, and um, I would actually be surprised if it wasn't going to be a really, really good season. Um, but uh, predictions for the weekend. Um, I think it's probably going to be more of the same, um, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'll watch the game and, and think about uh, I'm going to try and not get too annoyed if, if it's not what I want to see, because it's not what we're going to be seeing next season. Um, also, um, thanks to the boys for inviting us to uh, the podcast live tomorrow at Edmondson House. Uh, if anybody's going tomorrow night, he's a wee shout, um, come up and say hi. Uh, 
I'll sign some autographs and all that stuff. More than happy. Uh, I will charge you twenty quid though. Um, Don't get carried away. <laughs> it's a Castor signature, is what it is. That's why it's twenty quid. Let's not get it twisted. It's, it's got nothing to do with the podcast. It's my OnlyFans I'm talking about, mate. Uh, aye. <laughs> but um, aye, I'm really looking forward to that, and um, it's really nice to meet Curry and meet um, the big guy at the top there um, with the blue room. Um, really, really good to meet these guys. That'll, that'll be Andy, mate. <laughs> you know, do you know what? I was actually going to think me. I was actually going to call him Anton there, and I'm like, oh, why? Anton? <laughs> um, do you know what it is? There's all these names like Michael and all that getting thrown about, and I'm like, ah, oh, um, Ryan, Kevin. I no, it's really, really good to see. And, I've uh, been called worst mate, or whatever. Listen, I'll probably call you worst next season. Don't worry. I'm waiting you up. I'm waiting you up. Right, all the best, guys. Top man, Craig and Andy. Lastly, not in, uh, least, uh, thanks for coming on tonight, mate. Um, it's, it's Andy. Andy. I did some checking. Obviously, I, I, I like to, I like to watch and see who's doing what in the league, just so I know what I'm talking about. You know, and from what I see, that Shipman have got nothing to play for either tomorrow. Um, they are the bottom of the championship group and in, in, in the post uh, split phase, so it's just uh, for pride essentially for both teams. Um, I'd like to see the kind of rotational squad out again, not McGregor, not or Kamara or Morelos. Um, going back to maybe a Lowry in there or um, another youngster, definitely Robbie back in between the sticks. Um, I can see it maybe being again. Closer to the, the results we were seeing before last night, um, especially if balls go in the box, I think we'll be defending them uh, a tad better. Um, I'll say 2 0. Um, don't have a clue where the goals are going to come from. Probably Todd again. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm hoping it'll be a nice one to end the season and uh, leave us with a smile on our face heading into the silly season of the transfer window. No, that's exactly it, and uh, that's that's all I'm looking forward to. I'll, I'll go with 2-0. 2-0 Saturday, sign us off and, and move on to next season. But as always, thanks for everyone for, uh, you know, getting your comments in, watching, you know, contributing to the pod. We, we appreciate it. We'll be live again on Sunday night to review the game and talk through um, a few other talking points that we've probably missed tonight. But as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>